0: And friends, and welcome to Draft Week. Mark Schofield here in the big chair for today, Monday, April 25th, 2022. It is Draft Week, folks, just a couple days away now from the 2022 NFL Draft in Las Vegas. It is going to be an extremely busy week, and the week got off to an incredible start, as we will talk about in a few moments, with a major shift in the odds for the first overall selection by the Jacksonville Jaguars, so we will get into that in a second. Today is a Mock Draft Monday installment. First half of the show, we're going to get my thoughts on my What I Would Do Mock, which dropped last Friday over at USA Today's Touchdown Wire, and then I'll give you a sneak peek as I'm going to drop a predictive mock, the final mock draft, the mock of integrity, whatever you want to call it, a little later this week before the draft kicks off over at USA Today's Touchdown Wire. I'll give you sort of a a snapshot of where my thinking is right now. And then in the second half of the show, I'm going to call together as many submissions for mock drafts as I can pull. Thank you to all those who sent those in. Before we do any of that, your usual cavalcade of reminders. Please do follow along with the hijinks on the Bird app at Mark Schofield. Check out the work. USA Today's Touchdown Wire. Big Blue View. Bleeding Green Nation. Pat's Pulpit. Blog of the Boys. It's super busy week. Lots of stuff coming your way. Also want to give a quick thank you. Peter Kane. Um, But the Monday morning quarterback has had some nice words this morning in his Monday pre-draft piece for the work that myself and Doug Farrar did, uh, putting together our top 50 and all the draft work that we did this week. And you know I want to thank him for that. Peter's been extremely supportive of the stuff I've been working on over the years. And so it's it's always cool to see um, someone you respect give you a little shout out. So obviously, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've already read Monday morning quarterback by now, but if not, give it a quick look. Uh, Peter does fantastic work covering the NFL and he's done so for years. He's an absolute living legend and appreciate the out Let's go two different directions here at the start. My, What I would do, mock, which is my favorite sort of exercise because it puts myself in the room for all the teams in the first round. Um, you probably saw that when it came out on Friday. If not, we'll sort of spin through it quickly. don't want to take too much time with it, but... At one, Evan Neal, the offensive tackle. I, I'm i firmly of the mind that if you want to build around Trevor Lawrence, you want to get your best five in front of the quarterback position. Doug Peterson, Patriots fans, remember when they won Super Bowl 52, the Philadelphia Eagles did. They had a very good offensive line. And so I know there's a lot of buzz about edge, as we'll get to in a second. But I'd go Evan Neal one. Kavon Thibodeau two to Detroit. I'm still a huge Thibodeau fan. I know Hutchinson and Walker and others are moving up, but I go Thibodeau at two. Houston, Texas at three. I go Kyle Hamilton. And Benjamin Solak from the Raider uh, wrote a fantastic piece about the the versatility of safeties in today's NFL with the two-high stuff. Then you remember Lovey Smith, as he told us at the Combine. He is Mr. Two-High. That gets you to Kyle Hamilton. If you're going to be playing, as we expect, a lot of two-high down in Houston, you want to get yourself that versatile safety. Kyle Hamilton at three. That gives the Jets Aiden Hutchinson at four. Draft gets interesting at five, in my mind, depending on what Carolina does. Now, we have heard in the past 12 hours or so that a Baker Mayfield trade is unlikely to happen before Thursday. Which means if they have an addressed quarterback at six, the Carolina Panthers, five might be the spot to get to for a quarterback. And this is something I've I've talked about, I wrote about, other people have talked about it. But if not, if no trades happen here, Ikea from NC State. They go the tackle there. And then Charles Cross goes to the Carolina Panthers at 6. The Panthers have quarterback and tackle to figure out. And a pick at 6 and a pick at 137. Obviously, they can't figure out both absent a trade back. Now, we're also hearing the teams are trying to trade back, but nobody wants to come up. Again, probably not a surprise, given this draft class and how the strength seems to be in the 20 to 80 range, not the 1 to 20 range. Um, but maybe we see something happen. If not... Carolina stays put in mind. What I would do, Mark. Charles Cross, Jets on the Giants. Excuse me on the clock at seven. Sauce Gardner, I love him. We know that. At eight, Atlanta could get tricky here. Uh, but Malik Willis is the pick in the, what I would do, Mark, because I, I think Atlanta needs to figure out a quarterback. They have a number of needs, and I know Willis seems like a stretch. And there's been a lot of discussion about Malik Willis over the past 48 hours. A lot of conversation about what he does well, what he doesn't do well, where he needs to improve, and I understand. all all of that, and believe me, I used to be Mr. Dogmatic, reads, progressions, can you diagnose coverage, can you do all of that, but seeing the way the game has trended in the past couple of years, away from that and more towards the, can you create, can you be explosive, can you generate big plays inside and outside of the pocket, the league is trending towards quarterbacks like Malik Willis, and away from quarterbacks like Kenny Pickett. And I've adjusted my own sort of evaluation of the position in concert with that. And so that's why I think Malik Willis will end up the first quarterback taken. Whether it's here at 8 or somewhere else, I don't know. But if we're me and I'm Atlanta at 8, I'm drafting him. I think it would be a great fit for what Arthur Smith is trying to build on the offensive side of the ball. At 9, Seattle, Derek Stanley Jr. At 10, Drake London to USC. Again, this is the what I would do more. At 11, Chris Olave. At 12, Andrew Booth Jr. With Stingley's creep into the top 10, I think Booth is perhaps the next pick there. At 13, Houston Texans, Jameson Williams. Well, with, with Davis Mills and his growth, Williams, they need a receiver. That would make a ton of sense for them. Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle at 14, that just screams Baltimore. At 15, Trayvon Walker. To the Philadelphia Eagles. And I know, as we will get to, it's highly unlikely that Trayvon Walker is there at 15. But remember, this is the mock in a world where for some reason I am in charge everywhere. And I would see him slot. At 16, Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. At 17, Los Angeles Chargers, Traylon Burks, wide receiver from Arkansas. Give him 7s, 8s, and 9s and tell him to go have fun parent with an absolute alien, a quarterback. Tell those two to have fun. I, I think it's a dream pairing. At 18, the Eagles, Trent McDuffie, a corner from Washington, who I remain a fan of. Opinions are varied. I think he'd be a great fit in Philadelphia. Some experience off coverage, off man, zone coverage, very scheme diverse corner. I think he'd be a great fit for Jonathan Gannon's defense. At 19, Bernard Raymond to the New Orleans Saints. And I know people are where's Trevor Pennant? It's Trevor Penning. He's OT four in this class. Not from where I sit. I like Raymond, and I've talked to people that have said a man that big who moves that well—they're rare. They are absolutely rare. And so, yes, the Saints have a need at receiver and tackle. They got two picks. If they don't go quarterback, which I don't think they do, with both Jameson Will, Jameson Winston, Jameson Winston, excuse me, and Andy Dalton on the roster. I think they go with those two needs and kick the quarterback decision to next year. And they get two great players in this mock. You know, because they come out Garrett Wilson, Bernard Raymond. I think that's a fantastic job. At Pittsburgh, 20, Kenny Pickett. A lot of smoke about Pickett to Pittsburgh in the past couple days. At 21, Devin Lloyd, the linebacker. We've talked about it before. We'll talk about it Wednesday with another special guest. Patriots have a bunch of needs at 21. They could go corner, they could go receiver, they could go linebacker. Devin Lloyd screams linebacker for New England and Bill Belichick to me. 22, Jermaine Johnson, the edge from Florida State. 23, George Koloftis, the edge from Purdue. 24, Zion Johnson, 25. Zion Johnson to the Dallas Cowboys, 25. Roger McCreary to the Buffalo Bills. I know he's got short arms. I know people are like, not going to touch him. I love him. Kenny Green, interior offensive line from Texas A&M to the Tennessee Titans at 26. Devontae Wyatt to the Buccaneers at 27. George Pickens, a player I can't give up on in the first round uh, to the Green Bay Packers at 28. Boy, Mafe to the Chiefs at 29. Daxton Hill to the Chiefs, the corner slash safety from Michigan at 30. I know a lot of people say Chiefs go receiver with one of those picks at 29 and 30. I think they go in a different direction. I think they double dip on defense and wait on receiver given some of the names that they've added. It's not a massive pressing need. I know the departure of Tyreek Hill from Kansas City to Miami. And as many people thinking they have to go receiver early, I don't think they need to. At 31, what's becoming a somewhat popular pick, Tyler Lindenbaum to the Cincinnati Bengals, the center out of Iowa. Somebody that was weeks ago a a top 10 pick. Now sliding. I think he'd be a great fit for the zone stuff they do. And at 32, Desmond Ritter, the Cincinnati quarterback. To the Detroit Lions. Now, that's the what I would do mock. As far as what I think happens, I am still working through that, but I can get you a top 21 as of this moment. In the mock of integrity, Jacksonville Jaguars, Trayvon Walker. As I teased at the intro, he has become the odds on favorite now, minus 150 over DraftKings. Aiden Hutchinson now plus 135. The money is moving to Walker right now. And I believe that reflects the idea that Trent balky is going to be enamored with his size and with his testing and with the arms. balky is on record. I love long arms off of the edge. I love length. I love athleticism. And that's Walker. So if Walker is one, Detroit runs to the podium for Hutchinson at two. And I, I, I have been told that if Hutchinson is there, it's a no-doubter for Detroit. At three, Sauce Gardner. I think Houston is going corner. You've heard a lot of buzz about corner in the past couple of days, Stainley or Sauce. I have been told that the front office down in Houston loves Sauce. Absolutely loves him. That's their guy. Our old friend Nick, big fan of Gardner. So that's the pick of three. At four, Kayvon Thibodeau. To the New York Jets. that me- Those meetings have gone well. Robert Sala has been a fan of Kayvon Thibodeau for a while now. That's the pick of four. Evan Neal to the Giants at five. I think they're going to go sort of that Brian Dable, Alabama connection. I think that makes a lot of sense. Aquanu to Carolina at six. Again, quarterback could be in the mix here. But I think ultimately the Panthers are going to go... With a veteran somehow, whether it's Garoppolo or Mayfield, give up a future asset if they have to. A future first, would you do that? I don't know. But maybe a future second gets it done. That frees them up to take the tackle here. So they go Aquano at 6. The Giants go Stinley at 7. Atlanta Malik Willis at 8. Seattle, Charles Cross at 9. The Jets, Drake London at 10. And I, I don't want to say put it in Sharpie, but you could put it in... Perhaps a erasable pen. Drake London at ten to the Jets, Washington. Kyle Hamilton at eleven. Jermaine Johnson to the Vikings at twelve. With the top three corners gone, I think they look at the edge position and see it's starting to thin out a little bit and go with Johnson. Jameson Williams to Houston at thirteen. Jordan Davis at fourteen to the Ravens. Just continues to make sense. Olave to the Saints at sixteen. Wilson to the Chargers at seventeen. Carl Loftus to the Eagles at eighteen. Raymond. To the Saints at 19, pick it to the Steelers at 20. And yes, Devin Lloyd to the Patriots at 21. That's where my head is at for the top 21 as of this moment. Might that change by Wednesday? Maybe. Maybe not. But as of 941 on Monday, April 25th, that's where my head is at for the top 21 picks on Thursday night. But enough from me. We'll get to you next. The final Mock Draft Monday concludes for the 2022 NFL Draft season with your Mock Drafts. That's ahead here in episode 236 of this go show. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Mark Schofield back with you now on episode 236 of the SCO Show, your final mock draft Monday before the 2022 NFL draft, the real thing kicks off this weekend. couple of housekeeping things to keep track of. On Thursday night, I will be all over the place. I'll be popping on with Pat's Pulpit, popping on with Blogging the Boys, winding down the first round as I always do. Uh, with Sigmund Bloom, Matt Waldman and company over at Football Guys, I usually hop on with about, you know, roughly an hour to go in the draft itself. Um, so look for that. Also on Friday night, uh, I'll be popping on with Dave Krumlal, uh, Sports Crunch. He does a, a live stream for the entire draft. I'll pop on for him with a bit. Might pop on a couple of different places that's still sort of being worked out. As far as content, um, you'll get a second-round mock draft from me sometime late Thursday night, early Friday morning, depending on how late I feel like staying up. You'll get dra- draft grades from myself, Doug Ferrar, Also, myself and Doug and Larry Fitzpatrick will be doing you know, coverage weekend long. And next Monday you will probably get a piece on the next quarterback class from me. Um I I toy with the idea of doing full on watch lists. I'll roll those out a little bit, you know, sprinkle those in throughout May and June when, you know, things are a little bit quieter and we all get a chance to catch our breath. But I do want to sort of dive into this next quarterback class because it has been kind of a foundational part of the discussion this entire draft season is oh the next quarterback class is gonna be better and I'll have some thoughts on that. Also, some other housekeeping stuff. Uh busy weekend for your boy. Um UMac baseball. 12U. Ross Orioles. We had our, our first actual game on Saturday. It didn't go too well. A little rusty. Gonna have to knock off the rust a little bit, but uh shout out to the kids. Huge effort. You your boy Owen, my son, he had a huge play at third base on cutting down, helping cut down a triple or a potential triple on a ball hit to the fence. So shout out to our outfield, our our center fielder, our our second baseman, my son Owen, for a huge play there. Also, um, adjust your draft boards for the 2032 free safety position. You say it right now, Owen Schofield, free safety one in that draft class. His first competitive football of any kind, the seven-on-seven passing league that I'm helping coach. Um, Three passes broken up from a free safety spot, just terrorizing the seams. In um, his first football, competitive football of any kind, and perhaps the best part of it was we got done, and he was talking about how much he loved playing safety. Um, warms my heart. Um, so, obviously, had a little fun with that. So the the the, the, the RFL Rockville Football League uh, Raiders Orange, which is an interesting team to think about, but uh, tough loss, twelve eight, um, but. Impressive defensive play uh, from our defense. We had a couple of interceptions as well. So it was, it was a fun time out there on Sunday. So a busy weekend for your boy. Um, yeah, you'll get youth sports updates as the season goes. Because, hey, it's my show. Let's get to your mocks now. Enough from me. We kick it off with Russell Easterbrooks. In the Sco Show Slack channel this year, he had the Patriots in the mock draft. And he sent in what he did. He was lucky enough to select for the Patriots. This is via email. He thought the listeners might like to know how the mock is done. Everybody gets a team. He went into this mock with a short list of players you wanted to draft approximately where he'd like to be in the draft to get them. He traded out of the first with Atlanta, sending them 21 21 for 43 and 58. A couple more trades to move around the board. And he ended up with three selections in the second, three in the fourth, and one in the fifth. There's his draft. Troy Anderson from Montana State. The linebacker was the first pick. Perriod Winfrey, Oklahoma. The defensive lineman was the second. And interior offensive lineman Luke Fortner from Kentucky was the third pick. All in the second round. And in the fourth round, safety TJ Woods from Baylor. Edge slash linebacker Jeremiah Moon from Florida. And corner Isaac Taylor Stewart from USC who's rising up boards. And then with the last pick in the fifth round, he went... To the Lenore Ride Pipeline. Lenore Ryan to the New England Patriots. Safety Derek Young from the Lenore Rhine. And he concludes the email with, The Slack channel mock draft is the most realistic mock he's been a part of. Trading becomes real difficult. Finding trading partners and making trades will work for each team. It takes several days to complete it with a group of outstandingly knowledgeable folks. And again, I cannot recommend the Slack channel enough because you get... Smarter people than me talking about football men and women all day long. So if you want an invite, at Mark Schofield on the Bird app or mark.schofield at insidethepylon.com for that invitation. Next walk comes to us from Tyler Lamb, who is on the Bird app at LAMB4752. He's the managing editor of the Gillette Gazette run by BF Sports Network. Give him a follow on the Bird app. Does really good work, cover the New England Patriots, and Boston sports, generally speaking. Um, had a number of pieces that went up sort of over the weekend. One on the Kadarius-Tony rumors where the, the Patriots should kick the tires on the receiver for the New York Giants. First round pick for the Giants last year. So, so give Tyler a follow. He sent in a, a mock draft that I wanted to dive into here. And he did it via the PFF mock draft simulator and trades out of the pick at 21, sends that plus the pick at 127, the pick at 158, and a future first and a future fourth and gets back 29 30 and 50 from the kansas city Chiefs. so a big trade there daxton hill and bernard raymond at 29 30 love both of those fits leo chanel at 50 pff loved that gave that an a i've talked about chanel fan of his game you know, had some Jamal Bentley to him, but I think he's a bit more athletic, so he could probably handle the coverage responsibilities better than we might expect. And then another trade, trading out of 54, getting 63, 95, and 209 from the Bengals. Khalil Shakur at 63. Kellen Deesh, the tackle from Arizona State at 85. And Zion McCollum, the corner from Sam Houston State at 95. Noah Ellis, the defensive tackle from Idaho at 170. Zonovan Knight, Running back from NC State at 200. Percy Butler, the safety from the Raging Cajuns at 209. And Matarazia, the punter from San Diego State at 210. Fantastic job, Tyler. Again, give Tyler a follow on the Bird app at Tyler. Excuse me, at Lamb 4752. Next walk comes in via the Bird app from Jared McDonald at J-A-R-O-D underscore M-A-C. And we get some trades up top. Patriots send Nikhil Harry, 21, and a future seventh-round pick in the 2024 NFL Draft to Jacksonville and get LaVisca Chenault, the pick at 33, the pick at 65, and the pick at 106. Then they also send the pick at 33 they just got from Jacksonville and their pick at 127 to the Giants for cornerback James Bradbury and a pick at 36 in this draft. So you get... As Jared points out, fresh starts for Loviska and a new home for Jared Br- for James Bradbury. Nikhil Harry gets a new home. You add some picks along the way. And that pick at 36 now that they got from the Giants. George Pickens, Josh Pashkow, pass rusher from Kentucky at 54. Chad Muma at 65. Absolutely tremendous pick there. I love Chad Muma. Marcus Jones, the corner from Houston at 85. Dominique Robinson, the pass rusher from Miami of Ohio at 106. Damian Clark, I'm back from LSU, who I love at 158. Obviously, he has the, the back injury, but again, I remind you what he did at the combine with a herniated disc in his back. Just, just unbelievable. Brian Robinson Jr., the back from Alabama at 170. Jason Poe, the guard from Mercer at 200. And Curtis Brooks, a little interior D tackle that I kind of like in the later rounds at 210, so I absolutely love that. I love the additions as well via the trade, so tremendous job, Jared. Thanks for sending that in. Next one via Twitter. High school legend at high school, L-E-G-E-4. Another PFF mock here, and we got another trade at the top. Patriots moving up to six. Carolina wants to move down. We've we've heard those rumors. Carolina gets 21-54-85 and a second in next year's draft. New England gets the pick at six, the pick at 137, a pick at 144, a seventh rounder at 242, and a future third rounder in next year's draft. They get Kyle Hamilton at six. You could imagine two years from now, Kyle Duggar, Kyle Hamilton, and what the social media accounts could do with Kyle and Kyle. Kind of like that. Plus, we like Kyle Hamilton. Fantastic talent, versatile safety. Kellen Deitch at 127. Damian Clark at 137. Neil Farrell Jr. at 144. A little double dip of the LSU defense. Lakeith Smith, the guard from Virginia Tech at 158. Brian Robinson, there's that name again, at 170. Christopher Allen, the Pass rusher, the edge from Alabama at two hundred. Deron Bland, the corner from Fresno Fresno State, excuse me at two ten, and Connor Hayward, with that pick we got from the Panthers in the seventh round at two forty two. High school legend moving around the board and getting Kyle Hamilton. Kind of like to see that. Danny D at Notorious D A D underscore 04 with a Draft Network mark. Via the bird app. Andrew Booth at 29 after a trade with Kansas City. I've talked about Kansas City as a potential trade partner if new Patriots want to slide back a bit and they want to come up for a receiver. Christian Harris at 50. Jerry Slayer, the interior offensive lineman, at 58. John Mechie from Alabama at 62. Derek Beavers, the backer, who's getting a lot of buzz at 93. Braxton Jones at 105, the offensive tackle. Fideri Mathis, Alabama defensive tackle, at 114. Kinsling Barre. The pass rusher who got some, like, first-round buzz at one point at 127. Josh Joby, the corner from Alabama, at 200. Final Twitter mark comes via Sarah Marshall, giving her a little shout-out. Give her a follow at S-M-A-R-S-H-X-O. Give her a follow on the bird app, covering the Patriots as well. Did a no-trade mark for New England at 21. Chris Olave, Nick Bonito, the pass rusher from Oklahoma at 54. Brian Asimola, the backer from Oklahoma at 85. Kellen Deish, a very popular name, 127. Tyson Anderson, the safety from Toledo at 158. Joshua Duzo, the guard from North Carolina at 170. Zachary Thomas, the tackle from San Diego State at 200. And Christopher Allen, edge from Alabama at 210. Now we're going to spin through the mock draft channel, the Scoso Slack channel. Uh, Patrick Brown. Got a mock here. Andrew Booth at 21. Nick Benito at 54. Alec Pierce, there we go, at 85. Damon Clark at 127. Luke Fortner at 158. Max Mitchell, the Louisiana tackle, at 170. Vernon Verone McKinley, the third, the safety from Oregon, at 200. And then Josh Joby at 210, the Alabama corner. Jim Reynolds, his final mock draft. A trade. Back to 32. The Lions get 21 and 54. The Patriots get 32, 34, and 97 from Detroit. Jalen Petrie at 32. Then they move out of 34 in another trade with Indianapolis. They move out of 42 in a trade with the Chiefs. And they move out of 50 with a trade with the Packers. At 53, Josh Pascal, the pass rusher from Kentucky. Brian Asamoa, the backer from Oklahoma at 59. John Mechie at 62. Marquise Hayes, the guard. Oklahoma at 94. Zion McCollum at 122. Matt Wellazeko, the North Dakota tackle at 127. Damon Clark at 140. Kyron Williams. There's a name we haven't heard. Notre Dame running back at 170. And then another trade out of 179 back to 186. And a trade with the Bears. And at 186, Brian Robinson, the running back from Alabama. And at 210, Jason Poe, the guard from Mercer. walk draft from Jared. Andrew Booth at 21. Slayer at 107. Sawyer Slayer. Troy Anderson at uh, 85. Matthew Butler, there we go. Love Matthew Butler at 127. Damon Clark at 158. Bo Melton from Rutgers at 170. Verone McKinley, Oregon Safety at 200. And Tyrion Davis-Price, the running back, to round it out at 210. Bo Melton, Bo Melton. Nolario. Christopher, uh, whoa, that was flipped. Quay Walker at 32. Travis Jones from Connecticut at 36. Salier, the offensive lineman from Georgia, at 53. Cameron taylor there we go, at Nebraska, 85. Alec Pierce at 97. Jelani Woods, who I'll get to talk to a little bit later today for blogging the boys, at 112. Zion McCollum at 181. And Christopher Allen, the edge, at 210. And that might not. we got one more. Matt St. John. Arnold McAbeedy, pass rusher from Penn State at 21. Leo Shanala, 54. Josh Williams, the corner from Fayetteville State. Josh Bowman's own at 85. Tyrese Robinson, 127. Justin Ross, the Clemson receiver at 158. Hassan Haskins, the running back at 170. Josh Joby at 210. Reed Blankenship, I remember when he was getting first round bust, the safety at 210. So there you have it, friends. Wait, I think we go. Oh, Drew Brown, here we go. Here's your final one. A trade with a New York Jets sliding out of 21 and all the way back to 35. Daxton Hill at 35. Quay Walker at 38. Then some more trades with Jacksonville and Denver at 75. Kinsley Agnabari, South Carolina edge. Jalen Amore Davis, the cornerback from Alabama at 106. Kyle Phillips at 115. Kobe Bryant at 132, Cincinnati corner. Damon Clark. seen a lot of Damon Clark. Maybe it's because people think, oh, you know, medical redshirt, Belichick will love him next year. I like that I like that approach at 140. Matt Wadavizanko, 158. Jason Poe at 200. And Sterling Weatherford, the Miami of Ohio safety, to round it out at 210. And, folks, that will round out this show. I will be back Wednesday. As I said, a special guest, John Limarakis from the Show Slack. John was going to come on, talk about his board, big board overall, his big board for the Patriots, what he thinks the Patriots should do. We're going to spend some time with John. In other words of the draft itself, I'll be back with some reaction at some point this weekend maybe one or two shows we'll still see how that's going to play out but until then friends thanks for following along it's always a blast uh, stay safe Check in on your neighbors Check in on your loved ones wash those hands and what do you do sit along bless those patriots reigns now in Fox